I just think you guys are great, and thanks for being here. Oh, thank you for having us. <laughs> thanks. I'll start by saying, when I listened to the album for the first time, the first track I had to listen to, I think like three times I, before I continued listening to the album. It took me on a roller coaster and a roller coaster that I genuinely wasn't expecting. Like I knew you guys were dynamic. Like, I've always known that. That's why I've been a fan. But like you guys really did something detailed and long. It's a pretty long song. Yeah, it's like six and minutes. yeah, I feel like you guys kind of have this generational sound. What's the sample in the beginning? Program on therapeutic fiber. Head to Broadway by way boxing The whole project will collapse. Did you oh. make that yourself? The no, voice our, uh, our producer produced it. It's just a bunch of TV, like commercials. Yeah. Um, I think you wanted channel flipping, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. you'd ask him for. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, flipping through the channels. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to go into what that means because I don't know, but it's a cool little thing to kind of reel you in. It felt like I was in the 50s. So there was something very vintage sounding about it. How did that song like come to be? You had a demo, right? Yeah, I had a demo. That was during COVID. Um, I don't know how many of the parts we had when you sent the demo to us. It was like the first Who, um, two. I remember we went back and we were like fucking around listening to it a little bit. Yeah, we, that song went through many changes. Yeah. It had a lot of different parts to it. I should ask, like, what are you, do you take like more of the composing role? I come up with like some basic structures mm -hmm. like i might have like a cool riff or like part idea but then like these guys put their own spin to it mm -hmm. so it becomes you know our own song uh it, it, it's different for a lot of things sometimes me and polly like jam like with me on drums not even on guitar and polly comes up with like all the basic structures sometimes me and sal jam mm -hmm. and like me and sal and sal helps with them structuring the song or like, like the, the different the mm -hmm. form of the song yeah like verse chorus like that kind of stuff yeah Jeremy just killed it every time. Mm -hmm. uh, he but, always comes up with these like amazing, creative, like melodic, yeah, definitely melodic, very insane bass lines. Yeah. Sometimes like very hard to yeah. play. Oh my yeah. goodness! Um, I my wish you were favorite here to talk about of his end of, of things. Yeah. They do this weird dance of like taking the role of the bass, mm -hmm. which is like somewhere between like a rhythmic and harmonic instrument. Mm -hmm. Like you're supposed to vibe with the drums. But you're also supposed to provide, like, you know, the bass notes for the melodies and the guitars. But then he also sings with the bass. He has a lot of melodic parts. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like a third guitar almost. It's like a third. Yeah. It's literally a third guitar. He's soloing the entire song. And yeah. It's fucking killer. Angra Bangra. Now that, was that a bass line of his that he came up with? Uh, I don't remember. You don't dude. remember? Well, I'm asking that because it's I, the fucking uh, sickest bass line. <laughs> 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 I fucking love it. I think I made that. And then uh, he put his put his own spin to it. It's great. It's I an love it. It's had, an old it's song. It's a very yeah, old song. You guys, I yeah, that. play it. I think bassists should get more of the spotlight. Oh, you because, don't, I, I completely agree. Yeah, people um, shit on basis a lot. Anyway, to get back on the <laughs> question. We had a lot of this, versions of that song. This is Yeah, we had a lot of versions of that song, but it initially came from, uh, 
God, I hope my parents don't listen to this. <laughs> it initially came from my first shrooms trip. Mm-hmm. I was watching Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> no way. And I remember that. I, oh, before that, I found the meaning of life <laughs> well, on my yes, shrooms trip. That's... And I forgot it, you know, like immediately, <laughs> you know. But I had this great awakening that I found the meaning of life. And once I found it, all in my head was playing was, this is life. Boom. <laughs> And so I wanted to make that into a song, just like, you know, that vibe of like, this is life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Inception. Like, like Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Like his, <laughs> his soundtrack. But I got that feeling when I was watching Remy the Rat, like <laughs> when he first comes up from the sewers and sees Paris and it's like beautiful. This yeah. is and life. In my head, I was like, I need to find my Paris. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yeah, I think that's it for that. And then I like, a day later, I came up with the riff, which is actually the same chord. I, have you seen the movie? Fuck, what's that movie? Palm Springs with uh, mm. Andy Samberg and a. Uh, oh my god, oh, what was that Palm movie Springs? about? Was it was about a time it? loop. It was about a time loop and like people trying to escape. J.K. Simmons was in it, and uh, Love him. Connor, you know the comedian guy that just this screams is where so the well. verse came from from Palm Springs, and I just sped it up. <laughs> I hear it. Yes, it's in the same key. Yeah, I just added a chord to the end. Steel, 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 steel. Everybody <laughs> just started. I but just started reading own. that book. Uh, steel like an artist. Yeah. Oh, you know I've never heard one? of it. It's a great stole book from Chuck Berry and Will Richard and like Elvis and everybody for them. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is horrible, but yeah. also, <laughs> you know, there's this quote. I think it's by Picasso. But it's like, you know, good artists imitate and great artists steal. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) It's dope. Yeah. It's just basically like how to be more creative. All of these songs are basically like 15 songs that I've, that we've listened to and like put all together. Yeah. Or maybe more like 50 songs or some shit like that. Yeah. Like every part, every like effect. Yeah. It's always going to be something you've listened to. Yeah. Everything's been made already. One for the heavens, um, I wrote for my notes. Your vocals, it kind of has, like, it's like you go a little bit more. Um, So you guys are certainly playing around with, like, all different kinds of sounds with your voice as well. Mm -hmm. And you do that on stage too. Like, I guess that's like your performative nature, but your voice doesn't stay in one. I don't know. The theatrics of it doesn't stay in one realm. Like um, in Wohop, right? I'm saying that right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wohop is the beginning and you're like, I miss you. I said, I really miss you. story about this girl it's almost like I'm a huge 
R&B listener. Um, like Frank Ocean is one of my favorite artists of all time, obviously, because, you know, he does. He's known for his like beat switches, you know, and you guys do that, too. But it's like rock. And that's something that I'm not really used to listening to. And I love it. And you do that a lot in this album. Um, yeah. I mean, both me and Pauly, maybe Pauly more are super into R&B and like hip hop, too. Like, yeah, all, all of us listen to like R&B and hip hop. Yeah. And that. Yeah, that does make its way into the music, I guess. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so much of the way I play guitar is like influenced by, you know, R&B and like Motown mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. like black American music. If you want to put it all under that umbrella term, it definitely finds its way into the music, yeah. whether it's like the soloing or the, the parts that I write or, mm -hmm. you know, the chords that we play, it all... And it's not just that. It's literally everything that we listen to. Like you, like Miles was saying, like, you know, we're all so musically into different things mm -hmm. and that it'll find its way into the music, whether we intend to or not. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Um, That's, um, that reminds me, my friend, my, my best friend, her name's Allie. She has such this, like, she can pick up music theory like that. And... I that's not how my brain works and I'm curious like what like I, I know some people that I went to high school with like took like music theory as a class like did you guys ever do that yeah so I went to school for music and <laughs> uh, we did so much of that thing um where did you go to school I went to William Patterson cool yeah um I went from 2015 to 2019 I think I took a little bit of theory in high school as well but a lot of it was like self-taught. So yeah. by the time I got to college, it was like, oh, I know what this is about. It's like filling in the gaps and stuff. Yeah. But a lot of like theory and stuff like that, in my opinion, is like, you've already heard all those sounds before. Let's just put names to them. Mm -hmm. It's not like, let's come up with this crazy theory yeah, and then yeah. make music with it. Yeah. Because then usually what happens if you do that is like, it sounds terrible. Yeah. Or maybe it, People, it's not like commercially, you know, successful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but music theory is all about like taking the sounds that you hear and like calling them different things. Yeah, it's almost like, um, I hope this makes sense as someone who isn't familiar with music theory. But like my friend Allie, like I said, like she takes in music theory so well and she can create her own songs that like mimic the influence of another artist so well like we we both listen to a lot of frank ocean and she'll create her own song but it's like has that frank ocean feel to it yeah like it incorporates i guess his techniques like sound definitely that's really that is creating something from another thing like like what else are we gonna do yeah. how else are we gonna spend the time <laughs> right i also uh Lord. shout out to uh steal like an artist too, but I read in the book like if you take from enough people and you kind of mash them up you end up with your own thing because yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like you're taking all of those influences and you're filtering it through you through yeah. your taste your experiences your you know whatever your life yeah so I, I find that fascinating and uh, that's something that I want to accomplish you know on my own with all these guys like, yeah yeah it's just so interesting. Who uh, wrote that book? Do you know? Austin Kleon. Cool. I've never yeah. heard of him. Yeah. Miles, have you ever had problems with like 
the sound on your mic because you have a really like wide range and you scream a little bit. Like, how yeah. does that work with the sound? Uh, I mean, it's we don't have like a designated sound guy or whatever, mm-hmm. and like usually it's like a new sound guy every mm-hmm. night. This is a running joke with True the that. band yeah. that we can never hear his singing <laughs> because sound guys don't know what we sound like mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. what have you or yeah. it's raining or whatever mm-hmm. but that's like the running gag it's like ah you know that was a great gig couldn't hear you couldn't singing hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, me either i could i can't hear myself sing like half the time i've been i've been in the audience so many times like i feel like i could always hear you very well but i think mainly that's just because you can like amplify your voice like you just have like a strong voice like you have I don't know. I don't know anything about vocals. And I don't know if you, like, did you ever, was singing something that you just realized you could do? Did you ever have lessons? Yeah. Uh, I was, like, a choir chorus mm. boy in high school and an ensemble man. I did do singing lessons for, like, yeah. a month or something. Um, then I just would, like, fuck around in the shower and, yeah. like, sing some of my favorite, like, classic rock tunes, mm-hmm. which usually have, like, you know, high registers and like mm-hmm. i try my best to just like hit it my parents probably thought i was crazy just hearing like ah! <laughs> but uh yeah that's i i just threw shit at the wall essentially uh-huh. and see what i could do and how i could do it healthily yeah because i also went to school for acting and like we had to take um required like voice uh and speech classes yeah so that really helped too i mean i don't act anymore but like i yeah. still use a lot of the techniques that they've taught me yeah and, uh, to not to make sure that I could still do this, you know. Uh, you are so performative, but not, I wouldn't say like not really in a musical theater kind of way. Sometimes you do get a little campy. You do yeah. shake your butt sometimes. I mean, I, I love Freddie Mercury. <laughs> yeah. And like, you know, like just Paul Stanley and like yeah. cool out of this world, like, you know, front men. Yeah. Like I'm very shy. Uh, and like, it's a, it's a chance to like let loose and like, you know. Get yeah. all like whatever I'm holding inside out, you know, it's a release for me, you know. And totally. I think uh yeah, it's a cool way to just like fucking Yeah. You let truly my balls out. It's like a high in a way almost. Yeah, yeah. It's uh yeah, it's like I think you'd hear other musicians say, but there's nothing like it. It's like the best high in your mm-hmm. life that you can mm-hmm. get. Yeah. What do you guys do you guys feel that way at all? About music? About yeah. performing? Yeah. Or music in general. Yeah, I feel like in this band. Um, everyone definitely has more of a chance to express themselves mm-hmm. in that way, like just kind of like acting up and uh, doing performative things like you were talking about. I mean, I'm the same way. Like I'm kind of a shy person as mm-hmm. well. And I don't like interacting with like strangers and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yeah, it's almost like when you're on stage, it's like you're playing a character. Mm-hmm. It's like someone who's not you, but is also you at the same time, like an exaggerated version of yourself. And yeah, maybe you're drawing from things outside of you, but you're kind of taking them in mm-hmm. and making them your own. Obviously, I'm not um, as big a performer as, as he is, but, you know, I'm like Mr. Music, like, all right, let's try to make sure the notes are cool <laughs> and all that stuff. But then there's that layer of performance, like you're still, you know 
performing to yeah. a crowd, so you don't want to look like you want to die on the inside. Yeah, yeah. it's almost yeah. like it's something, the energy that someone exudes when they perform, it's something that's not tangible, but like you could still feel it. You know what I mean? Like it's still there. Yeah, you want to you want to have fun on stage, you know, mm -hmm. even if you're just bopping along. Mm -hmm. You don't have to like do backflips or anything. But yeah, no. And also fire like <laughs> I completely agree with what you said about um, one laugh and I go off track. Also, I love your shoes, by the way, Miles. Thank you. How would you describe those? Uh, like, I mean, these these are just like docs that they keep in the store like mm -hmm. all the time. I've been wanting these since like uh, high school, probably. Are they broke? They they were my first uh, like pandemic purchase, like mm. you know, coming out of they look like shelter Oreos. in place. They look like Oreos. Looks yeah. like a tuxedo shoe. Yeah, like a, <laughs> like a brogue, like you said, brogue. Yeah, yeah, brogue. Yeah, brogues. Are they docs? They are docs. Yeah, they're docs. Yeah. 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 We're not sponsored by Docs. I also no, like that they yet. give me like an inch because I'm very short. Mm. Whatever that concept is of short guy complex, you do definitely do not have it. <laughs> Neither to sell. Like not to be like your short You didn't guy. have to out <laughs> my, my boy like I'm that. offended. <laughs> like how Sal is tall. You're like 5'11", right? No, I'm like 5'9". Okay. My driver's That's... license says 5'10", but it's I made average. them do that. 5'8", I think. What? It's the average... In in I think in the U.S. actually I was like on this. This is so random. Um, <laughs> in the U.S. it's five nine, but in the world it's five seven for guys. Uh, ah. yeah. Philippines is like five two or something. I think most places <laughs> it's probably like that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? Like the short guy complex. Yeah, the Napoleon complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that video of the short guy like raging in the bagel place. Have you seen <laughs> I have not seen that. <laughs> What's his name? Like Bagel King? Bagel, bagel, bagel <laughs> guy? Something? Yeah. But He's anyway. dead now. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> damn. Um. Anyway, that Good was reasons. very what off talking track. About? <laughs> yeah, what happened? Yeah. Um. How do we get here? Sorry. Pee break. <laughs> Pee break. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. This is life. You've fallen in love again. Have a kid. That ungrateful son of a bitch. Hey, lyrically, where did that come from? What made you think of that? Uh, I thought it sounded cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, long story short, but um, this is life. You fall in love again. Like I feel like everybody's fallen in love like multiple times. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe they didn't pursue the relationship, but like you know, people. I don't know. I fall in love a lot in my mm -hmm. life, so I feel like. That's a thing that happens in life, so I state, like, oh, this is life, you know, yeah. like, kind of like a, it is what it is, yeah. you know, like, this what are you is gonna, gonna do? This is gonna happen, <laughs> what, what are you, you gonna, gonna do? About? And, like, I don't know, that, uh, that ungrateful son of a bitch, <laughs> uh, that ungrateful son of a bitch line, I, I thought it was cool, I don't know, I've had moments where I'm like, wow, like, I think of myself as, mm. like, because uh, my parents have given me everything, you know, and like just just sometimes when I like, I don't know. I get it. Yeah, you know. I feel that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. and guess it's uh, trying to strive to be a better son or better person, yeah. you know. Uh, and then like the the whole song just deals with like shit that happens in life and just like little things you think about, like oh, there's no escape, basically, uh -huh. like. Not to be like, I, I guess trigger warning. I don't know. Like the only way to escape is like 
like, you know. Death. Yeah. I've been listening. Do any of you guys listen to Wilco? No. Jeff Tweedy. I'm a huge, I'm a Wilco girl. And a lot of Jeff Tweedy's songwriting is about death. And I've also been just reading a lot of material for school that is also about death. So I've been thinking about it a lot. Mm. And I met my future roommate. Her name is Jenna. And she's the coolest and the best. And she was telling me about like a shrooms experience that she had. And she was like, oh, it's hard to go back to like reality when you've like seen the meaning of life. <laughs> and then like you come back. Um, and I've discovered my own meaning of life without shrooms. And I'm happy to announce it. You're on the podcast for the very first oh, time. Shit. The meaning of life is that I don't think we're going to die. Our con- I don't think our consciousness is going to die. Like, I really do believe, only for certain people, like, I believe that I've had so much, like you said about falling in love so many times, I have had my entire life, like, so much emotion in me, and, like, I feel everything. I'm super emotional. I'm just, like, in tune with my emotions, other people's emotions, and I care a lot about everything, and I'm super passionate, and I feel like people like that, like, there's some sort of energy in you, you're like, this bitch is crazy. There's, no, I'm interested. There's, Keep going. There's some sort of energy in people like that that like can't go away. Like, where does that go? Like, you think like, it's coming from somewhere outside of you, I think, or some other time, like the past or something? Yes, maybe. Like, like, like a, a different whoa. life. Yes, kinda. maybe like a past life or like this energy inside me of being like super like just perceptive. I sound like. I sound like I I sound like some like like um Berkeley dropout that was like yeah I was studying philosophy and then like I just discovered the meaning of life man it's all about my I energy just taking shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> but I came to this conclusion without shrooms just with a lot of weed and a lot of Phil's keef that does not belong to me <laughs> but that that's my meaning I went from like Wilco to like my personal philosophy on the meaning of life, an interpretation of this fictional Berkeley man and <laughs> Phil's Keefe. Anyway. Fictional Berkeley man. So. I hope I reincarnate into something way less stressful, like an acorn. That's <laughs> yeah. 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 Just wait, to, wait for something. Yeah. I'd love to be a cat, an outdoor cat. Nah, that's, I have two outdoor cats. Like Yeah, yeah. so I have one. His name is <laughs> Peter. Mine's name is Mr. and Mrs. Kitty because one's a boy and one's a girl. Yeah, no, I believe they go through it, though. Oh, totally. Like, I hear them getting attacked outside and I'm like, No, but the they're baddies. Sorry. <laughs> they're baddies. Yeah, no, they are. They're tough as fuck. They're cowboys of their own domain. Oh, yeah. I look at my back. I look at my outdoor cat and, like, I have a huge backyard and, like, he's, like, hanging out with the cows next door and, like, just, like, killing squirrels. Not squirrels. Those are too big. But, like, chipmunks climbing trees. I've seen my outdoor cat, like, climb a tree. That's pretty cool. I'd want to be reincarnated as that. Climb climb fucking trees. (laughs) Um, But these existential, existential lyrics. Yeah, they, they are, like, I mean, these are serious lyrics, but I do have, like, I have a sense of humor, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I like to have fun lyrics. Uh, but, like, life, life in itself is very sad and depressing, but, you know, it could also be fucking hilarious sometimes, so I feel like that could all be, you know, captured by Mm -hmm. the lyrics. Totally. Uh, Yeah. I mean, not just that song, every every song on this record deals with, like, some, some aspect of life. 
you know, whether it's pretty girls chasing girls around or, you know. I love pretty girls. World, chasing girls around. I love that song. I'm so glad you brought up Pretty Girls because um, Pretty Girls is like one of the songs that like I've heard you guys play live so many times that makes me like think of The Never Ends as like the one of the best bands in the scene to go if like you want to dance. Oh wow! Like you want to just like go out with like your friends and like get a drink and like have a good time and dance. Like that's so The Never Ends. Like if I were to take like a girlfriend of mine who's like never been to a show, like for a good time. Like, if she's, like, chill, I'll take her to, like, a C-plus show. But if she's, like, fucking, like, rock and roll, like, I'll take her to a never-end show. If she's choked up. Yeah. <laughs> well, Come uh, hang with us. I feel no. like that's, like, I don't know. Uh, this isn't something I thought about when, like, tracking the record or, like, making the record at all. But, like, just listening back to it, I feel like it's, like, changing radio stations. Yeah. It's almost like a playlist. It's, like, rather than, like, a track list. Especially with, like, the samples in This Is Life, it's, like, changing channels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's, yeah, changing radio stations. But it's the same band on every (laughs) No, that's awesome. It's probably the most musically diverse, like, record we've made. Yeah. And, like, you can go back and listen to um, the Monkey Man EP, which is, Mm -hmm. like, the first thing that we put out. But this is, like... This new album is like even more diverse than that. Yeah. yeah. It's just so different, like from track to track. Yeah. Yeah. I still think we're continuing, like, I guess what we started with Monkey Men, like crop tops. Oh, and for Trump, sure. Like dude. the song structures are like, you know, not first chorus, first chorus, like sections. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then, and also like just, I don't know, whatever yeah. we think is cool at the time. Whatever we think is cool at the time, like we'll just throw it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you were saying before, Keely, like, you know, one song will have like this roller coaster. It's like then Pretty Girls comes on, right? <laughs> and then Pretty an Girls comes on, yeah. But then, like, even within a song, you'll hear like maybe four different songs within yeah. a song, and that's sick. Yeah. And we're not like you know Pink Floyd or anything, or like a progressive band or whatever. But I think we definitely like take from that in some definitely. Way. Like you, we want you to go on a on a journey. Oh, yeah. definitely. You know. I'll just ask about the cowboy stuff now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You'll have to tell me what you did to create the sound because I don't know, but like this like hoof noise, you know, like I want I want to know about this like Western cowboy influence you have going on. Um, I think it was still during... Uh, like lockdown and stuff or a little bit after but when we started rehearsals again but during that time I started listening to more like country music mm-hmm. uh, long car rides to pick up Pauly and it'd be like a lot of cool beautiful yeah. nature views and you know I don't think there were cows maybe horses Maybe horses definitely, sometimes. Definitely. There's horses. some horses. There's by some my horses. Area. Yeah, right. But I haven't done it in a while, so I, my memory is like utter shit. Did you take the turnpike? 
I, I don't know. I see horses I don't on remember. the turnpike all the time. Horses, I, there was definitely. No, I think it was horses. <laughs> I think it was horses. But um, um yeah, I got <laughs> really in a country mood. I guess good. I and, love uh, classic country. Yeah. So we had a lot of time during this second process or cycle, I guess, when you get into writing and recording an album. Uh, a lot of time. It was during the. Uh, shut down so yeah, you know mm-hmm. that, i feel like i aged like 15 mm. years during that entire thing so like every month i was going you know insane and like mm. getting into new things and different things and i guess that made its way <laughs> into the music whether we liked it or not <laughs> but um i still think if you listen to it as a whole it still works yeah. yeah it's very um cohesive. like think of the sorry no go on <laughs> like think of fucking like revolver like that has mm-hmm. eleanor rigby and yellow submarine and tomorrow mm-hmm. never knows, you know. Mm-hmm. Not to compare ourselves to the Beatles because we are not like that level, but like, well, like any artist, any like major artist, they have an album where it's just like, like it's eclectic. not. Every, every, yeah, yeah. When you said the Beatles, that made me think of. I mean, I like the Beatles, of course I do, but I really love Paul McCartney's first album post Beatles, Ram. Oh yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That Ram is dope. We're, yeah, yeah. We're I'm super a Ram stan. Yeah. Could have tried harder to make you happy. I want you happy. Why aren't you friends with me today? Aren't you friends? I think we we want to play some shows this summer. Yeah, we, please do. Some stuff this yeah. like July, August. Yeah, we're still you know, we're, interested we're planning. In yeah, we're, we're planning some yeah. stuff. It's like the next part of the cycle, you know, mm-hmm. release an album, play some shows. Yeah. Keep writing and then release another album, play yeah. more shows. And, yeah, please yeah. do cuz I'll be there. Um and you guys last summer you guys went on tour too, right? Like a little tour? Yeah, yeah a little weekender. Yeah. I think I jaunt. saw you in Rockwood at some point in that tour. Where was that the finishing or the beginning? I think that was just a like a separate, oh, separate, yeah. separate show. I have no concept of time. Anyway. Life is a never ending tour. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys like like being on tour? What was that like? <laughs> it was a yes roller coaster. <laughs> it was wild. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It went from this is great. This sucks. This kind of sucks. This is great. And then I think we finished on a high though. Yeah. Finished yeah. on a high. It was cool. No, it went from. Okay, yeah, I guess so. You're it started, the it first, started off. This is great as the ride. Yeah, there. yeah the ride yeah. there. Yeah, us like getting in the car. Like, <laughs> this is awesome. This van is sick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> then we show up to Rhode Island. And... Yeah, fuck Rhode Island. What happened in Rhode Island? Too nothing much. good. Like, nothing. <laughs> good. Like everything nothing. that could have gone wrong so went wrong. Brick. Like they even had bad chicken tenders. I happen. think we all broke down. <laughs> yeah. Besides the van, we broke down after. Yeah. We were listening to Static for a complete thirty minutes and didn't know. Should we go back to the beginning? <laughs> go to, no. go to beginning. Yeah. This is in Providence. This is the reason why we brought all of our gear on tour. This is the only venue that we had to provide everything, uh-huh. and all the bands were like fifteen minutes away. From the venue, like Damn. located, we were like five minutes. hours. We had to bring drums. We brought our guitar amps, which everything is which is standard. PA. Yeah, everything besides PA. But this was literally the only gig on that tour that we had to bring everything. I think we brought a bass reason. amp too, right? Yes. Yeah, we did. But yes. we Damn. brought we brought everything yeah. to this little bar in Providence, Rhode Island, that shall go unnamed. Um, I'm just quietly hoping they go out of business. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> should if they have a fucking couch right in the middle of the stage. 
or not the stage, but right in the middle. Right of, like, in front of the stage. Yeah, right in front of the stage. You can't really stand because there's like or a three-sitter couch. Uh. It's like a living room set up right in front of the stage, which is weird because it looked like that's... a hard rock dive bar. Yeah, like, we, that's rest. what it was. Kind of. Yeah. Is and it then... like, can you not, like, do they not, is it like cemented into the ground? Do kind they of. not it let was, you move? It was on a rug, right? Yeah. Uh, it was like a full oh. living room set up right <laughs> I thought now. you were so, talking about the it bar. Was. Arm chair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's an armchair, was lamp, a there table. was a lamp. Why? Couch. Vibes. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> How was the crowd? What None. crowd? <laughs> you mean the bartender? No one was there. Yeah, the, the band before us was playing uh, air horn and fart yeah, noises like noise, over the PA. Noise rock. Yeah, and they scared out Everybody yeah. besides the bartenders. Oh my god! I think the bar- their own I, I don't think the bartenders weren't scared though. Yeah, yeah. they were probably wildly unhappy it's to like, be. Why on is shift. this child playing fart noises on their <laughs> iPad on the floor? Just another Thursday night for them in Rhode Island. Yeah, because what else are you gonna do in Rhode Island? <laughs> it's they deserve brick. the raise just for sitting through that. They do. Yeah, they do. Well, if I ever wind up in the bar in Rhode Island with a living room set on the stage, I will be sure to tip the bartenders well. Yeah, definitely do that. <laughs> or leave. And don't, or leave. Don't get the chicken. The bartenders yeah, were the only go. cool people in that venue. They tend to be. Sound guys sucked. Booker fucking sucked. Yeah. That's How it. are we doing on time? I can't read logic. I don't know where the brain. One forty-six. One hour forty-six. Minutes. I think you know we're going for an hour. I think that's forty-six minutes. It's 46 not one hour minutes. forty-six minutes. <laughs> I've learned. I've learned. Um, do you guys want to take like a hot break? Yes, and I then like pee. okay. I guess Nikocado avocado. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, great! Just in time when when he got here. What's his name? What you just said? Nikocado Nic- avocado. I can't Nick- <laughs> <laughs> He just got here, guys. Um, okay. <laughs> We already moved on. We're mm-hmm. working on the next one. Great. I yeah. was thinking about asking you guys, like, if you wanted to talk a little bit more about what you're planning, net, like, what you're currently working on or what you're planning. Yeah, just, we just want to write uh, more music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are, like, been, six demos. Yeah, we've been working on, like, a lot of demos and, you know, just kind of laying ideas down and making it a collaborative thing. I think after this, we're going to mess around with some drums. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're gonna work on more demos after this. Yeah, we're if just trying to lay yeah. down some vocals. Also, side note: if there's anyone to work on drums fucking with, it's Sal. Like, <laughs> bro, I talk about it all the time. Like, performing music is so interesting because it's not just like a mental game that you're playing, like creating the music, like keeping up with it, keeping up with the tempo. It's also like, like bodily too. Like you yeah, guys, it's a, like, it's a performance. It's yeah. a show. He puts his yeah. whole bussy into our performances. <laughs> I, for me, I, like the hardest part is honestly like fighting adrenaline, like yeah. focusing on what's important. Because um, in my head, I like I don't even remember a lot of the set half the time, mm-hmm. especially me when too. we first get off. But like, so I don't know if it's because I don't want to remember. Once I'm on stage, after like the second song, it's like I need to like 
almost breathe to calm myself mm-hmm. down so I'm not yeah. playing everything three times as fast as it should yeah. be. It's good for a musician. Like, obviously, don't push yourself too hard to the point where it's not good for you. But, like, that's... <laughs> everyone's laughing. Uh, Please. I, I used to play, and there are videos that are unfortunately on YouTube of me playing, finishing a song, then turning around to throw up, and then giving everyone the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, no, like, old videos, though. I've, I've learned to get over that problem. Now I throw up after. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's like, I don't know. It's like a battle with my own... Not even emotions, but again, adrenaline, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think it's I think it's great. Is that a good thing to say about that? Right, <laughs> I think yeah, it's cool. great. I think you're uh, throwing up Thanks. after a set is great. that did party boy who was like emptying six cans of soup you found in the cupboard and finding out you made something pretty tasty (laughs) that's a great way of putting it it's probably the best compliment we've ever gotten yeah Yeah, better than fantanos yeah yeah fuck that guy shout out (laughs) um something like don't say his name my bot what i why i why he bugs me a little bit is because like i don't like reviewers who like make a statement about a band that like dictates how other people would think of them based on like one like i know that's like the point of whatever show that was like the stream or whatever it was like listen to this and like what's your first thoughts like do you like it fantano but it's like i don't care what you feel about something when you first listen to it i want to know how you feel about it when you listen to it a few times, when you listen to the album, when you get to know the band and their different types of sounds, like, I just don't like that kind of, like, content where it's, like, yeah. I don't know. Because that's like just a, not... Like a reaction. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's all that's subjective, it too. Yeah. Yeah, Like, totally. all art is fucking subjective. Like, I fucking hate Blink-182, but they've sold millions of records. I don't like Blink-182 either, and Phil loves Blink-182. Oh, I don't know sorry, if he loves Blink-182. <laughs> um, it's okay. We love Phil. Yeah, that's all that matters. I'm so glad you said that because I can't. I also don't. Pizza <laughs> basement. Literally, one hour. it just yeah. went to one hour. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. Um, well, not great because I would. I hate to end this, but thank you guys so much for coming and talking to me. Um, I just like you guys know I'm a huge fan. And if there's any bands that I see on a consistent basis that like hypes me up, that gets me excited to go to shows, like it's definitely you guys and stream everybody go album, yeah. stream it. And where can they stream it? Everywhere. 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 YouTube, Spotify. If you're Spotify, a real one though, you'll buy Apple, you'll Tumble. buy a zine with a copy of the album yeah. on it. Ooh, Those are Ooh I'm a real one. Yeah. I'll do it. New merch coming zine with album code. Barcode? yeah whatever yeah, yeah. the album we're working on new music so still support us yeah <laughs> or, or not we're not it's might a free, take it's a, a little world. while but you know just be patient just stay tuned yeah. uh instagram the never ends i think it's yeah just, we the po- just the never ends yeah and uh listen to the so spins Listen, Listen to, to Phil. Spin. Shout out, the, shout out shout to out, Phil. Yeah. Shout out Major Phil shout out, Phil. Shout out, Phil. You want to say some words? You want to do a verse yeah. right now, Phil? No, Phil, please. Come, now you could come on the mic and tell us something. <laughs> say something, Phil. Yo. Hey. 
What's up, podcast? I hope y'all enjoyed. I've been blessing your ears this whole time. And, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're about to we're about to log off right here, right now. Dude, uh, you should have talked for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not in the never ends. But nor, he nor is am in I the... Jeremy. I am bassist, but I am not Jeremy. You're not Rock in the never ends. You're not in the never ends. But what band are you in? I'm in the spins. Go stream the spins. Go follow us on Instagram at the spins our band. Pretty much everywhere except for Twitter. It's the spins underscore band. Rock and roll. <laughs> Rock and roll. Up. I'm out. All right. Shout guys. out to Connor Feleski. Major shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Oh yeah. And I can't here. wait to meet him. And I can't well have you all back. So Love Connor. Thank you guys. Uh, that's a wrap. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah.